The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? This is the Players' Lounge, broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Newey Scruggs. Here we are in Oxnard, California. At least that's where I'm at here for the Players' Lounge. The players, Danny McRae and Barry Church, they are in the beautiful air-conditioned studio at the Star in Frisco. Gentlemen! Are you ready for a kicking decision? Because there's going to be one that comes down very soon, very soon. They had tryouts today here in Oxnard, California. Four kickers were out there, and we'll see who makes the cut. So uh, they had Brett Maher, uh, who was out there. He's back. Um, Brett the Fred. Matt, yeah, Matt Amendola, who was with the Jets last year. Cole Murphy, who was in the USFL this past season. J.J. Molson of UCLA, who was out there. So, Liam Hiralahu and Jonathan Garibay have been the kicker so far in camp. They have not been impressive at all. Guys, they've been so bad, it's made me long for Greg the Leg. Oh. That's how bad it's been. Not, not, not old, yeah, man. Not old Hook'em Left <laughs> Zerline. You talking about Hook'em Left? I'm just, I'm just, let me tell you yeah, something. Yeah, man. Baltimore has, has showed you yeah. how important the kicking game is. All right. To have a kicker that you can depend on to yeah. win you games and you don't have to worry about it after you score a touchdown yeah, if you're going to get the FPAT or trying to get the ball to the 25 because your kicker, you know, is not good from <laughs> plus 40. Right. It, it changes the whole mindset of you as an yeah. offensive coordinator when you have a guy that has a weapon like that that can hit from 60 mm. and you're confident. That he can do it, right? That's what we thought we had when Greg the leg came. Yeah. But he, you know, he he was hook him left, right? Yeah. yeah. And now we looking at guys coming in and hey, yo, uh, he rely who and and, and Maher's Maher, now back. Yeah, back in the we, building. We do not want this to be an issue when we start the season. Trying to figure out if we should go for it on fourth down in the red zone because we don't have confidence that our kicker can make a kick. Like that is something that we don't want Kellen Moore to have to even decide on. Well, actually, that would be Mike McCarthy. See, see you did it right there, man. See, we, we did it yeah, right there, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, I mean, Mike McCarthy to decide on, you know, based on like, hey, I, I don't believe that my kid can make this kick. Like, we don't want, we don't want to have that issue. Nah, we don't want them problems. And if if we're all being honest with each other right now, I mean, the last time the Cowboys had, you know, a consistent kicker to where, you know, if they lined up for a PAT or a field goal within fifty yards. You know, you could change the channel to see what other game is because you knew they was going to make that kick. And, and the last time we had that was, I'm, I'm going to have to say, man, it was Dan Bailey. I was about to say, don't pass up my man Dan. Dan Bailey. And it, it, it's been some years since yeah. he's put a Cowboy uniform on. So we all know, you know, what the kicking game means out there. It could be the difference between a win or loss. We've seen it a couple times last year with old Hook'em left. So you can't leave points on the field and that's you know I know this team is good but they're not good enough to just leave points on the field and that's what happened last year when we don't make those field goals consistently and it comes down to a game with you know within two points within one point you're gonna need that consistent kicker and like you said we need somebody to where we can get to the 35 40 yard line and still have a great chance to make that kick and not have to go all the way up to the bridge of the red <laughs> zone to say all right we're comfortable enough to kick this field goal because like you said then that leaves the decision to McCarthy or to McCarthy to go for it on fourth down or not and we know he's not the best decision maker when it comes down to those crucial situations so 
to me, we just got to get a consistent kicker to knock all that off and make sure we get guaranteed points in there. And right now, from the looks of what, what camp is going on and what Newey was saying, I, I don't know if we have that in camp right now. I'll tell you this, though. Uh, I, I, you know, the rule changes that the NFL usually put in, I'm, I'm against. All right, what, what you but about? the kicking oh, yeah. has become much more exciting. Oh yeah, and the impact of a, <laughs> a, a PAT from when we were playing, oh, that was it was money. from yeah. the two or three yard line. It was easy money, and now it, it, it's an actual field goal, and it makes the game a little bit more exciting. But it also mm-hmm. puts that pressure on kickers to earn that money, man. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> you know, back in the day, it was you know kickers just sit on the bench. You know, oh, I got to go to this PAT. Let me just uh, go out here and swing. Now you see, whenever they get into that fringe red zone, kickers are there warming up. They're getting that leg right because you don't want to be that guy to, you know, miss a couple extra points. And then, especially down here in Dallas, you already know everything's under a microscope. So, pressure is mounting, man. We got to get these kickers going. So, I'm anticipating maybe the next 90 minutes or so, an announcement is made on one of the kickers. Um, I am guesstimating. Okay, I haven't talked to anyone, but I'm guesstimating Jonathan Rookie from Texas Tech will probably be released, and they'll bring in uh, a lead kicker to compete with Liam Room, Hire Lahu, and then uh, those are the guys will go up to Denver for the joint practices and the preseason games. But I think they've probably seen enough from Garrett Bay to say right now, you know what, we're not comfortable. These rookies, I've already as rookie, we're going to have to go ahead and be a little bit, extra, you know, have some extra in your kicks to get them to say, yeah, we, we want to believe in this guy. I just think he's been way too shaky. And they've got to move on. And that's that's a sad situation for him. They really wanted this kid to make this thing. Do or do not, there is no try when it comes to these kicks. So it's important, guys. 23% of games in the National Football League are decided by three points or less. This is this is just simply a decision that has to get made. They've got to get better. Go, go back to last year's game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The difference in the football game are the missed opportunities that uh, came from Greg Erlach. So they've got to be better. I, I know this. Uh, listen, this is what I do know, okay? You can't always go get a kicker with the talent that a guy like we have at LSU. You know what I'm saying? Oh, when, you, when you go down the road and you start you start getting guys from Texas Tech, you know what I'm saying? And and, and they saying they kicking under pressure. All right? It ain't the same as when you in the SEC, when you at a school like LSU, a school like Alabama. I ain't going to take nothing away from, from the guys that, that, that have been at those schools. Yeah. If, you, if you plan for a national championship like Clemson, mm-hmm. the pressure is different. All right. Yeah, Nothing not... against my man from Texas Tech. Okay, I'm sure you know he did his thing while he was in college, but this is a different game, and you separate those the guys that can perform under pressure and the guys that can't when you get into training camp. Now, if you can't do it at training camp practice, yeah. it's gonna be hard as hell for you to do it when you get into a preseason game. Better yet, a regular season game when you trying to kick a game winner to beat a guy like Tom Brady. I mean, you right. I mean, like 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 right now, I know they got some fans over there in Oxnard, like you know the Cowboys fan is a nationwide. Everybody loves the Cowboys, so they come out to the game, or they come out to practice, so you get a little little crowd hype over there, but the pressure between that preseason and regular season, it, it's just totally, it's a different stratosphere, so when you get in front of 90,000 fans, you kicking from the 35-yard line, everybody screaming and hollering, you got the opposing team jumping up and down, waving, it, it becomes pressure-packed situation, because you know you got you got a thin leash. If you if you go ahead and hook here or miss it there, you might you might get you might get pulled. They might bring another kicker competition in there. So the pressure is definitely mounting for these guys, and I hope they get it right 
during this training camp and preseason because the last thing we need to happen is for us, for Tampa Bay to come into Dallas, we down 48 to 45, and <laughs> here, here comes the kickoff, and he goes and shanks one. I mean, how, you're never going to hear the end of it. How much of this is on Bones Fossil? Nui. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know about that. Uh, obviously, he's, he's got an opportunity, and they waited in there. I think when Garibay was uh, working out, I think he was on vacation, and they sent him the video. So, or no, I think maybe he went up there. It was another player he got video of. Uh, I think it was Turpin. Turpin, he got the video of gotcha. on vacation. So, look, uh, you know, they're going to they're, they're gonna go about their decision and do what they could do. Uh, as far as the LSU kicker thing goes, yeah, he was a good Kate player. York. But I don't, necess- I, don't, I don't necessarily think that that matters. I think it's, it's, it's can you kick or can you not kick. I mean, Daniel Carlson, who's pretty good for the Raiders, he went to Auburn. Nick Folk, who went to the league last year, kicked. Uh, he was a draft pick Arizona, played by the Cowboys. It's Boswell, Pittsburgh. It's got rocks. I mean, a lot of fans go to baseball games. Uh, um, Matt Gay of uh, the Rams, he kicked at Utah. You got another top kicker, went to UCF. So I don't really necessarily think it matters where you've gone. And Lord knows. Um, these Alabama kickers and Nick Saban had a struggle, and I can't really think of one in the NFL doing anything right now. Yep, um, and they got Heisman so, quarterbacks too. That's why they, yeah, <laughs> and they usually kick it from the twenty. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they they learn quickly before they get to the NFL that they can't kick under pressure. That's, that's, why, they, yeah, you ain't lying. that's why they ain't doing nothing in the NFL. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so, listen, so listen. You're right, Nui. I'm, I'm sure it's not that big of a deal. I'm just poking fun at the kid, okay? Because mm-hmm. he went to mm-hmm. Texas Tech instead of LSU, but. But it matters. Uh, it, to some extent, it matters when when you get the, the the crowds around you and the lights are bright and the pressure's on and you going to kick for national championships versus kicking for uh, you know potato chip bowl. It is <laughs> not the potato is, chip. I'm just saying. No, no, it, it's different. It's different. The, like different guys, different guys take on pressure different ways and can but they overcome this, that or not? Wasn't this guy come out of Texas Tech? I mean, you know, I might be wrong, but wasn't he's like supposed to be this highly touted you know kicker that can you know bomb stuff from like 65. Yeah, he yards kicked the 60 and, in the wind or something. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, they, they say he got this crazy leg and he's crazy accurate, but it just, you know, just hasn't showed up at camp. Bring Jeff Heath back, bro. Y'all hey, the, he, hey, the goat the goat back there, yeah, he, yeah. I mean, he going to knock it in. He going to find a bring way. Bring Jeff Heath back, man. <laughs> Is he on? He might be on somebody else's roster. I don't know. All right, let's let's dive into uh, <laughs> another topic. So if we get any kicker news, we'll, we'll we'll dive into it there. Since you guys were defensive backs, let's let's get into Trayvon Dix here, who spoke to the media yesterday. He had his son. His son came to the podium and he admitted that he shut his Twitter down. He said it's too toxic, so he's out on Twitter. So um, he was getting. There were a lot of folks on Twitter, and I I personally thought it was some. Uh, some of the hate he got there was a little bit off base. I mean, some of it was team hate. You know, the Philly fans came in there. Oh, he's getting cooked. He's getting These are people who aren't here seeing everything that's happening here. But I actually thought it was smart for Diggs to shut it down. If he felt there was an issue, if he felt it was too toxic, then just just don't shut it down and you don't have to pay attention to it all. So I'll start with you, Barry. What were your thoughts on that? I definitely thought it was a good idea. I mean, look, I mean, if, if you're going on, you know, any, all these social medias, yeah, there's some good with them, but there's also a lot of bad with them. And, you know, on Twitter, you get anybody in front of a keyboard, you know, they're going to say what they want to say. And, and sometimes and a lot of times it's a negative light. And like you said, I mean, Cowboys are one of the most loved teams, but they're also one of the most hated teams. And fans will come out there and just say all types of stuff just because they hate the star. I mean, the guy had 11 picks last year. He got beat on a couple one-on-ones, and then, you know, everybody and their mom say how washed he is. I mean, the guy was one of the top 
three corners in the NFL last year. And, yeah, he gave up some yards, but he also made some great plays for this team. And if it's bringing him such toxicity to, and negativity to where he feels like it's stressing him out, then I feel I'm glad he got rid of it. I mean, because you, you're in the middle of getting ready for a season to try to come back and be another, you know, take another step forward and be in a better corner. You don't need any of that negativity coming your way. And half of the time, probably 100% of the time, the people that are bringing that negative stuff don't know anything about football. <laughs> they, they're not at the Cowboys camp. They're not seeing what this the work this guy's putting in. And, yes, as a corner, you're going to get beat from time to time. Like, I mean, everybody, they get paid on the offensive side of the football as well. So I'm glad he took that measure and just deleted it, just deactivated the social media account. For now, just to, just to clear his head and get focused back on football, you don't need any of that negativity coming your way, especially when you're get, trying to get ready for the season. So I thought it was a great move by him to deactivate that Twitter and just focus on ball. Yeah, same here. I, I remember um, is it LeBron James does that. He goes yeah, dark. Goes dark. He goes yeah. dark on social media because no matter what you do, yeah. Trayvon Diggs could have six or seven picks in one practice and come out there and get cooked the next day, have a rough rough go at it, and it's going to be some guy with two followers <laughs> reaching out, telling him how trash he is and how sorry his family is and how he needs to focus only on football. And I'm glad that he has the wherewithal to know that it is bothering him enough that he needs to just shut it off. Because yeah. we've seen the what's the guy named in uh, Las Vegas who's all on, face, uh, on Facebook Arnett. on live, Dave Arnett, yeah. you know, arguing back and forth with a guy Telling him I'm finna come to your house and do all that stuff because it's it's gotten into his head. He's mm-hmm. he's 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 on it too much, right? It, mm-hmm. It's becoming a part of him. So shout out to Trayvon Diggs for recognizing that that was the route that he needed to take in order for him to focus on being the best football player that he can be. I commend him for that. And keep balling, young brother. Keep balling, okay? We want 12 or 13 picks out of you this year, man. <laughs> because top 10 defenses, we oh, have players like that man. on defenses, right? When you top 10, all right. So focus on the task and hand don't worry about these these twitter people with these 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 what's up, the internet thugs, yeah, the internet thugs. <laughs> what gets me is I, I can see you know fans coming on there talking about your play all right you play bad or whatever you can come on in there and play but when you're bringing in the family and they're talking about all types of stuff that doesn't even have to deal with football i mean it gets a little bit much and like you said i'm glad he deactivated that i'm not so sure about the top 10 defense but we'll talk about that later on yeah. digs though we, Good move, deactivating that social media. It can just bring negativity to it. No, he about to start this. Don't he? Don't believe in Dan Quinn stuff again. But, but I, I ain't say nothing. I ain't say nothing. I didn't hey, say nothing. Hey, hey, look, all we need to worry about for Diggs is worry about that second contract he's gonna get because it's gonna be big. You called it, Nui. I ain't gonna lie. You called it back in. When did he get I mean, drafted? What was, what was that? Two years ago. Yeah, you called it second contract, Diggs. So we'll see. We'll see. They're in the, they're, the Cowboys are gonna be in a real tough spot from the standpoint. You're gonna have CD Lamb going to be up. You got Trevon Diggs you got to deal with and then you got, you're going to have uh, Micah Parsons coming right behind him. Dak Prescott signed a short deal. So Tony the Pollard. Cowboys in the money train, man. This, Tony Pollard coming too. Real yeah. interesting to see. I, you know what? Here's the thing about this. is just my thought process. You probably franchise Tony Pollard because you get Tony Pollard. You franchise the running back and the number's cheap. So you can franchise him and, and you know that that could be easy one for you, almost like what you did with Dalton Schultz this year. Go ahead and get a nice little deal and not have to do a multi year contract. So that that'll be interesting to see how how they approach uh, that with Tony Pollard. Let's take a break. Um, I wanna talk to you about an email I got, guys. Because you're former players and I wanna get your opinion on this email I got okay. from a cowboy fan about the way things are going. We'll do that next right here on the players lounge. I'm Dewey Scruggs at Oxnard, California. At the start, this is a place on Dallas Cowboys.com radio. 
It's Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. Or was it they go, you go? <laughs> and if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem like me. Not available in every state based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Back to the Players' Lounge. Come watch the Cowboys practice during training camp at the Star, presented by American Airlines. Open practices will take place for, uh, for I should say, back-to-back nights at the Ford Center. The Star at Frisco join, join us for the Cowboys on Tuesday, August 23rd, starting at 4, and then open practice on Wednesday, August 24th at 6 p.m. And for more information, visit StarFrisco.com. Newey Scruggs here in Oxnard, California, we've got some breaking news. The players are Danny McRae and Barry Church. They're back at the Star of Frisco. So, gentlemen, uh, you guys actually broke it to me during the break here. The decision has been made. Uh, gone is J- Jonathan Garibay, uh, from the rookie from Texas Tech. Brett Maher has now been signed. He wins the kicking competition. So, Maher versus Hiram, Liam Hiralahu, and uh, apparently it's just going to be Hiralahu getting all of the kicks today in practice. Gentlemen, your thoughts? 
I like that. Damn, you broke it. Yeah, no. Nah, listen. Uh, yes, I'm glad. I'm glad that we're seeing that they are forcing competition. Yes. And then when you don't step up to the to the plate and do what you're supposed to do in training camp, they're willing to make the change early. Mm-hmm. And if the next person doesn't do it, I hope they're do, willing to do it early and often. Yes. All right? Until we find somebody that we can be confident in, because the kicking game can win you a Super Bowl or it can keep you out of the playoffs. <laughs> you know what? I'm, <laughs> like the Chargers. Like it can. It can literally wreck your season if you don't have a kicker that you're confident in. So the fact that we are searching and looking and making a priority for us to find the guy who can make those kicks, I'm excited for it. Maher, hey man, come on, come on push uh Hirelahu, all right? Y'all, y'all go out there, make this competition something to where both of y'all get better and we have and we end up with a confidence well with a kicker that we have confidence in. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you on that one, man. Shout out to Will McClay for bringing them guys in to, to compete against each other. And, and now these guys know that there's consequences. You go out there and go, you know, three for eight or, you know, one for seven from field goal range, you might be gone the next day. So, you know, L.H. or Liram Hyrelahu. Hyrelahu. You got it. Yeah, I got I'm out here with it. You know, it's going to be him and Brett Meyer going back to back. And, you know, hopefully, you know, we'll get to see both of these guys in preseason action um, in the games. Hopefully they have a, a big opportunity to see what they can do and kick some field goals out there because like you said if we can just get a it doesn't even have to be you know um, Dan Bailey's like just continuously accurate if he can just be good from within 40 yards I, I'm good with that I'm good with that but just a little bit more consistent than my guy uh, Hookem left Zerline. Nah, I need him to be. He got to be even, good even better about than 45. That? 45, okay. Yeah, 45, all right, all right, 47 right. in there. You know what I'm saying? Because that's, that's what it's a 35-yard line. Cause, cause, yeah, <laughs> you you're right, you're right. You're right. So, like, I need you to get under up. 50, you know, yeah, you know, as long as you're consistent under 50, yeah, all right, yeah, we're good. Yeah, we good. Let, let me do that. They, 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 don't, don't have them out there kicking 60s how, you know, when, when Greg DeLeg was there, I would say, you know, all these dudes about to try to kick it for 65. Like, look, don't do that. But, yeah, like, it's somebody that we can have confidence in from the 30, 32, you know, 33, Somewhere in there, I'm, I'm okay with I that. Can just imagine, like, right, 65 yarder. Hey, Greg, you ready? He's over there. Like, right, I got this. Man goes up there, and hooks to the left. Like, ah, well, you know, there was, there all, was just no. We got all the distance. Just, I've been just hooking them. There, I mean, there's just no, there wasn't any consequence to it. He was like, ah, I hooked it. I'll be back <laughs> yeah. next week. Like, no, nah, it doesn't need to work that way. So, uh, I, go ahead, go ahead, no guys. Man, it's real. It's real simple. It's real simple. Would you take either one of these kickers on your fantasy team right now? No. Nah, I can't do that. Especially when you got you know guys like Tucker out there. I, I, I need consistency, man. I, I, listen, if, if I was at the end of my draft, I would be taking them. They, they, these dudes would be free agents at the end of our draft. We got 12 teams, and I don't think now one of them teams will be picking any one of these kickers that's on this roster. And that's just, you know, Maher was released previously. Yeah, he was. You know, he had his shot here. He, and then you he got Hiralahu, who you were hearing about missing all the kicks in training camp, and was up for decision for who was going to get released. All right, it ain't like he, it wasn't like he just was was flying through. All right? They he flipped was like, the man, coin on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. When Newey said it, he was like, you know, I think it's gonna be this guy, but it's still a possibility that both of these dudes are out of here. <laughs> you know, so, so not nah, anyway. Yes, there's still that neither guy is the kicker on this team uh, to start the season, or you know, there could be a different kicker come September. So I think this is a fluid situation right now when it comes to the Cowboy kicking situation. But I always like to say with stuff like this, would you would you put him on your fantasy team? Probably not. So. So there you go. Uh, I want to run this email by you. This is what I got the other day. And I'm going to leave the name off from the person. But it says, uh, hi, New We Hope All is well. I just wanted to get your thoughts on the Dallas Cowboys players, kids, and family being allowed on the field during training camp. I am all for family, but isn't this supposed to be 
about work, all work. I'm sitting here watching Anthony Brown stretching on the field, and his kids are running up to play with him. This camp is taking on more of a feeling of a vacation with a little training camp sprinkled in instead of the other way around. Would we have seen this with Jimmy Johnson or Bill Parcells or even Jason Garrett? I don't remember seeing this before. If I'm wrong, please correct me. It just makes me nervous that I don't think they are taking these training workouts as seriously as they should, which is why they haven't won anything. I know people hate us always bringing up Jimmy Johnson, but you have to admit, Jimmy held some serious practices. No one's kids were running out on the field to play during Jimmy's training camp. You have months off to play with your kids and all the time in between. Training camp is supposed to be for work, being focused, period. Everything seems overly relaxed. Practices are letting out early. Kids running around, just wondering, what are your thoughts on this? Thanks and take care. This this, this guy, this, this guy is definitely 50 plus. Yeah, easily, <laughs> he's, easily he's, 50 he's, plus. Listen, every time I hear something like that, I always go back to my example of when the old school people hear the new school songs, they they cannot find a way to be like, oh, that's a good song. They be like, well, back in my day. <laughs> we nobody, didn't do it like yeah, that. Don't nobody want to hear about back in your day, all right? When I watched uh, Hard Knocks with the Los Angeles Rams, right, who ended up winning the winning Super Bowl, the Super Bowl. A, few, a few years after that, they had all type of stuff going on at their training camp, all right? Superstars coming in. I'm sure they had kids running around out there, everything going on. And then you mentioned Anthony Brown, a guy who we're talking about his being one of the best players and having the best training camp. Listen, if that's what it takes to have the best training camp, bring all, all the kids Mom, bring them all to the sideline. Like, these, dude, these dudes are humans, all right? I bring my daughter to work every once in a while. Mm-hmm. That don't affect the work that I'm doing. I'm sure if, if, if Anthony Brown was having a bad camp and the coach thought that – it was as a result of him not being focused because his family was out there, they would shut it down. Mm-hmm. But that's not what's going on, mm-hmm. all right? I trust these guys. I think that they're doing the right thing. And it's, it's, it's only right to make this thing more of a family type of uh, t- type of environment. This is a, it's a family business. I like it. Without a doubt. I mean, you you sitting there, you're talking about camp is hard, all right? Like, and when people sit there, it, it, camp is physically and emotionally and just mentally draining. So sometimes you – you got to have your family out there just to get your mind off of the game for a little bit so you can refocus and relock in. I mean, I remember going against practice in, in, in New England and seeing Tom Brady's family all out there. Ain't nobody have a problem with that. That man won six Super Bowls. You telling me his family coming into camp was was that big of an ordeal? But no, I, I don't see the, the problem at all. And, and it's not like it's pre-practice. It's not like, you know, everybody's focusing in. You know how you go out the, out the locker room after you're getting done, getting dressed, you go on the field, you warming up a little bit, you're getting your mind ready to go into practice. All all this is going on, I'm sure, after practice, after done, you're done stretching, your family comes on the field, you toss the ball with your son a little bit or your family members, whoever the case may be, you chot it up with a couple people. But, yeah, this this, this not having your family at training camp because it's supposed to be all focused and laser-like focused, it's not going to get you anywhere. I mean, there is a such thing as just being drained from football. And when you have your family there, get your mind off it a little bit, get you recharged, refocused, and ready to go back out there. So, to me... I, I don't see any problem with Andy Brown or anybody else bringing their family members onto the field after practice and 
and having some enjoying time with your family on the field. I mean, there's not too many times that your family can enjoy coming on the field with you and seeing <laughs> that your dad is one of the, the NFL superstars out there. I mean, that's a, that's a big experience. I just hate that that it, it, it is always made to seem like there's only one way to do it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Jimmy Johnson did it this way, and I'm telling you, this is the way you got to do it. And I'm watching Pete Carroll have one of these type of environments where he's a player's, a player's coach, and I'm watching yeah. Sean McVay get out there and do it. I'm watching these guys have success at winning, and it's because they players have a certain type of respect for them because of what they allow. Yeah. Yep. They allow them to do, allow them to be men and, and know that they're going to focus in when it's time to handle the business that they are here to do. All yeah. right. Yeah. Jimmy Johnson ain't coaching no more, man. Yeah. Hey, you may well forget that. All right. The game ain't the same. Look, the game is not, the, ain't no more two a days. All right. Stop talking about Jimmy Johnson. People ain't really getting tackled anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a new day and age. And, you know, like I said, it, some people are stuck in their ways. And, then, and you should have called out like another player. All right. Yeah, we talk, like, Anthony Brown, who I've seen multiple people in the media say is having the best camp. All right, mm-hmm. so you, you talk about the wrong guy, man. You should have you should have been talking about the kicker we just released. Yeah, maybe right? he, maybe his family was there. <laughs> or something. You, you don't talk about the guy that's putting up arguably his best seat or best camp as a Dallas Cowboys. So. After coming off his best season as yeah, a Dallas this Cowboys, is true. this is true. Come on, man. Now nah, nobody want to hear that. We want to no. hear about the old school stuff. Well, we don't we don't want to hear it. Well, uh, you know, I did use the line from the wire uh, when I re- responded back, and by the way, it was from a, it was from a, it was from a female who sent the, who sent me the email. I said, uh, the thing about the old days is them the old days. Mm-hmm. So, and I tried to explain first off, and this is what happens if you just watch clips on Twitter or you just watch the newscast video. The families come on the field after. The practice, okay. That's the first. So if you saw Anthony stretching and you saw that, you know, you saw kids come up. That's when practice was 100% over, and guys are all walking off the field, and some people are still there with the families. I've, I got to meet Tank Lawrence's parents. Um, we've seen Micah Parsons' family come out here, Zach Martin's family, uh, John Fossil's kids, Bones Fossil's kids were out here climbing up the the the, the, uh, the goalposts, hanging out, having fun. Saw Coach Phil been out here with his family, so uh, I've seen a lot of interaction of families, other people introducing themselves, and uh, other, you know, other kids playing with other kids. I think it was uh, Aiden Diggs, Trayvon son was playing with with one of Kelvin Joseph's uh, kids. I mean, I've seen a bunch of bonding out here, which is something that didn't happen because of COVID last year and restrictions. Um, it was, a, it was. I mean, they limited a lot of things last year. So in a lot of ways, this is this is kind of new. Really, actually, it's new 100% for everyone with Mike McCarthy. Because you go back that first time he was the head coach, they had all the COVID restrictions. Then the second year, they were still kind of you know, playing things a little bit close to the vest, trying to make sure that uh, they, they guarded themselves against COVID. So now, this is really the first time they've had an opportunity for under Mike McCarthy to have the families come out here and, and, and do their thing. And, oh, by the way, uh, Tony Dungy had families around for years when he coached in Tampa and Indianapolis, and I think Tony Junji's got a gold jacket. He's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. What a Super Bowl ring, but hey, what do I know? How this person going to tell somebody, you, you, where about your kids, you know what I'm saying, Another when you're time. not at training camp? Like, what? <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, this is, this, this is, these are the type of people that, that caused Trayvon Diggs to get off of Twitter. And I'm all glad right? he did. I had talking nonsense. All right? don't, don't make no sense. These, these dudes will be okay. And mm-hmm. if they don't have a good season, it ain't because the kids came on the field. No, no. Eh, not at all. Not at all. All right, let's take a break. 
we, we talked a little bit about the MVP, MVP of camp so far. Uh, I'll give you mine, and we haven't spoken that much about the player, but I'm telling you, I think this is the MVP of the camp. We'll dive into that next. I'm Newey Scruggs in Oxnard, California. Barry Church, Danny McCray, they're back in the star of Frisco. This is the Players' Lounge on DallasCowboys.com radio. It's Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor, guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. <laughs> And if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Not available in every state, based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey! Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Back to the Players' Lounge. Are you a Cowboys fan who spices up the game? Nominate yourself or a friend to be the Cowboys Fan of the Year presented by Captain Morgan and win a trip to Super Bowl 57 in Arizona. Nominate today at DallasCowboys.com slash Fan of the Year. You are in the Players' Lounge brought to you by nobody. We're still searching for a sponsor <laughs> right now. I know Danny... McCray and, and, and Barry Church have some, some particular sponsors they'd love to see. Uh, I'm just going to roll with whatever the guys want to have. As a sponsor, <laughs> we'll see who, hey, I'm telling you, know, you, we, 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 you know, they're missing out. All them bookings I did through Hotels.com, <laughs> man, that's how they do us, man. That's just crazy. Yeah, you, got, you book too many. <laughs> <laughs> too many discounts getting out of you. <laughs> 
you know, personally, I'm rooting for one of those NASCAR type sponsorships where we have like 13 of them. You know, and you come out there. We want to want to thank our sponsors. Uh, you know, all the you know, go through your, your, your chicken sponsor, your candy sponsor, your tire sponsor, <laughs> your food sponsor. You know, just go down the list of everything, man. Just have a whole list of everything up in there. Be like, you know, Bubba Wallace when he's out there. You know, thanking all his sponsors. So. Want to, want to get in there and do that. All right, I'm Newey Scruggs out here, Oxnard, California. The players are Barry Church and Danny McRae. They're back there in Frisco. By the way, Church, your yeah. name came up at, at, uh, at practice, at the end of practice the other day, man. What are they talking about out there, I man? Was, uh, I was chatting with Will McClay, and I said, Will, are you in the Rice Hall of Fame? And he said, no, he's not. And uh, I said, well, they got to get you in the Hall of Fame so they can get that check. And he said, nah, nah, I don't want to write checks. I said, oh. Going to that Barry Church school. <laughs> See, Will, Will like your boy. Oh, I write no check. Yeah, Will's just like your boy, man. Forty-two dollars. You know? Charity yeah. started my pockets, home. You know? <laughs> hey, just let you know, every ducat counts, man. Shout out to Will McClay out there. You know, Forty-two dollars. With, with the season coming up, Church, I think this is the opportune time to go ahead and reach back and, and go go to the alma mater and, and go ahead and join that Rocket Booster Club. Apple year. Pay. Man, I tell you, if they would if, if have sponsored my trip to Oxnard, it would have been, been good. <laughs> yeah, I ain't had no sponsors, though. So, you know, if I can't get sponsored, I can't sponsor oh, nobody else. Man. You know what I'm saying? 4250. This is how the wrist talk. I'm okay. telling you, man. This is how the wrist talk. My arms are too short. I got them <laughs> alligator <laughs> arms. I got them alligator <laughs> arms. I can't reach in them pockets, man. <laughs> Wow. Mm. Wow. Somebody in okay. Toledo. I hope y'all listening to this. What you mean? <laughs> I hope a Toledo Rocket is listening to this. They part of the reason I ain't get drafted. Now it ain't the it ain't the it ain't the coaching oh, staff man. there now. Uh it's right. previous so, coaching so staff. So don't 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 punish the new staff. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just he was part of the old staff. No. He was just a receivers coach then. You know what I'm saying? Uh, hey, you know. Uh, hey, I'm just saying. Nah, I'm, I'm messing with you. Coach Candle, he's a beast out <laughs> oh, yeah, there. He got Toledo right. He got yeah, he Toledo right. He listened. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, um, bottom line. All right, you, Toledo gets started on a Thursday night, September 1st, on ESPN3 against Long Island. Wait, ESPN3? It's an excellent time for you right now, Church, to go ahead and get that $42 and join the Rocket Booster Club. Are you shocked about ESPN3? Yeah, I'm shocked, man. I'm shocked. You said y'all should be hired? We should. At least on two. <laughs> get us on the, uh, ESPN2. Y'all about to be on YouTube you? TV. Y'all got to search for it. Yeah, 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 After the draft picks we had last Streaming year. Streaming live. We should, <laughs> we should at least be on Peacock or something. Man, get us on something. Put you on Zeus. I didn't even know ESPN3 was a, was a you know, one and two, the U. You know, we, we play on ESPN3 sometimes. The, uh, LSU played on ESPN three and, and, when our games start late, and then they, and then they put us right back over back to on ESPN. Okay, all right, all right. I'm just saying we should be on one of the two or the one or something. You know, forty two dollars short. Forty two dollars short. They would have been on ESPN two. So all right, we're gonna represent the Mac well this year. All right, we're gonna represent well. Man, I got us on ESPN. Uh, on, the, on September first, it, it's Thursday, September first. There are five Mac games. Two of the games are on regional networks. You've got Ball State taking on Tennessee. That's on the SEC network. And you got Michigan State taking on Oklahoma State. That's on FS1. Um, and the other games are on ESPN3, except for the Northern Illinois, Eastern Illinois game. By the way, Eastern Illinois, the, the uh, College of Tony Romo with Sean Payton. Uh, that is an ESPN Plus game. So you got to go ahead and uh, get yourself playing a, uh, you know, a team. We're going to get a dub, a, though. A that's that's an early dub. You know, we might go undefeated messing around. 
For real. Was I believe oh, you don't believe it, Dan Quinn, we might but go, you think Toledo might, going undefeated? I'm just saying, we might go undefeated. We might go. I'm telling you, if I was still there, yeah, we'd have been an SEC. Okay. We'd have whooped up on an SEC team. Easy. Easy. Yeah, okay. Easy. <laughs> talking about <All> swimming. Right. <laughs> Easy. Swimming, golf, all that stuff, maybe. You ain't talking about no football. <laughs> I had about 15 tacks, maybe Bye. a pick or two. Yeah, 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 because y'all lost by 60. <laughs> you were doing nothing but tackling. <laughs> first down after first down, you tackle. Crazy, crazy, crazy. What's up, Nui, man? My you know, Ox, what's up? My, my, my Oxnard MVP is Micah Parsons. I'm going to go with Micah Parsons. And, and one of the things is we have not – because you know, they are trying to limit him and you can't touch the quarterbacks um, – Folks, this this guy's prime for another. I mean, if he stays healthy, he's prime for a, a year that I think can be better than last year. Uh, he knows what to do in the NFL. He understands the speed of the NFL. Uh, I remember he shot a gap here, and Tyler Smith wasn't ready for it when he shot. I mean, the, the a gap here. I mean, what he's going to be able to do this season um, is great. And I think there, there are times where they allow folks to hold Micah Parsons. I remember one time he was on the ground, and Nick Nick Eatman was talking about it yesterday on the media match. He looks up the linebacker coach Scott McCurley. He's like, "If I'm on the ground for a reason, okay? I mean, come on, come on." Let's, but but to me, Micah Parsons is this is a special football player. So you said D Law look good too? Is that what you said? Did I hear that? I ain't hear nothing about no D Law. Oh, you said D Law look good. Really, I yes. haven't heard really much of it. Has D Law been been you know holding hey. it down at camp or? Or what's it look like? I haven't really heard Dude, much from look, D-Law. Tank Lawrence and Tyron Smith have been out there. All the practices, they're doing their things, man. And, and, you know, so far, so good for both players. And, you know, I've seen packages where they've got D-Law going down and playing some D-tackle, and you've got Micah Parsons out there on the end. Good luck, folks. Because <laughs> 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 if these two guys are healthy, man, they're going to be they're gonna be a good football team. And, and I'll say this against Joe Burrow and, and Tom Brady because the first game is against the Buccaneers, the second game's at home against uh, the Bengals, you're going to need a pass rush. You're going to need to get after these quarterbacks here. And, you know, I look, Tom Brady will be taking some three-step drops. Same with Joe Brady because if you're trying to hold on to the football with these guys, um, what they're doing in the Osa Adigizua up front, I mean, it, it's, it can be a long day. The defense is going to have to carry this football team this year. I mean, that's just my feeling right now. It's going to have to carry, gonna have to carry the football team. And, you know, Micah Parsons, if, if he makes that jump into this second year, this defense, and the way the secondaries look this year, man, he, he, could, be, he could be some trouble for a whole lot of folks. There'll be a whole lot of holding penalties out there <laughs> on, on offensive linemen. And, and don't send no running back to try to block this. Don't, don't do that. I mean, if, if I, I'm telling you right now, if I'm a quarterback and I see a running back just trying to get Mike apart, I'm, I'm going to be mad. I would be mad. That, that would be, that's blasphemy because uh, no running back is going to be able to block this guy. What about, what about Ridgeway? Mm. What about Big Ridgeway? Let's see the, let's see the, for me, I said, let's see the practices in Denver. I'm going to go up to that. Okay. So let's okay. see the practices. Let's see the preseason games here. Um, so look, uh, he, I, I anticipate him making the team. But let's go ahead and see some game footage and, and some practice footage against somebody else to see exactly how that thing works here. All right, real quick, I know we're running out of time, but I want to get your view on this one since you're doing all the, the groundwork and legwork over there in Oxnard. But what one player, whether it's offensively, defensively, minus the kickers, you know, we know what the kickers have got going on, but minus the kickers, you know, what player needs to step it up in order to either make this team or earn a starting job uh, for the Dallas Cowboys? Ooh. Um, look, Simi Fajoko is one guy. 
And I know he had some nice plays yesterday, but, but you know, when you see Tolbert and you see Houston, you know, playing the ones above you and you're a drafted player, that, that's rare, man. That, yeah. That's really rare. So uh, I think Simi Foco's got to put some work in here. Um, the D-line, look, the D-line, it's deep. There's going to be some good football players cut off that D-line. Uh, when you talk about Ridgeway there, then you got Quentin B. You know, he was drafted last year. So yeah. maybe, you know, you know Ridgeway is out there. Or Tristan Hill is a guy that they, they like. But it's going to be interesting to see who, who makes it off this D-line here, man. They, they've got some talent. They, they've got some some pieces to use. Uh, it, it's, whew, you, know, the, you know, secondary, trying to keep numbers in the secondary. From a standpoint, defensively, there's, there's some good players here. And I, I, I can anticipate the Cowboys having to lose one or two guys who go someplace and you say, wow, how did that player not make it? Uh, I go back a couple years ago when Bill Parcells had a really deep linebacker room and you saw Scott Fujita and Scott Shanley end up leaving and going to the Saints and they were part of a Super Bowl team. And, and you know, people looking back on Well, I think we lost Nui a little bit there. With that last question. But with that, McCray, what you think about these these guys need to step it up? Anybody else need to step it up defensively? Uh, no, I, I can't see it. I just know we, we all need to do what we can while we're out there. Uh, not defensively. Only the person I want to see step up, the people, are the kickers. All right? Because <laughs> with, with that being the biggest thing coming out of training camp right now is how bad the kickers are performing and us having to bring in new guys this early. We haven't even made it to the first preseason game yet. And mm. we and we've already released the kicker, right? <laughs> so it is to me, it's a dire situation. It worries me. So I need those guys to step it up. I trust in Dan Quinn. I believe that the defense, the competition that we're seeing out there, the way that Nui explained mm-hmm. it, it shows that these guys are playing good enough for it to be a hard decision for the coaching staff to make. Yeah, so that's, that's I feel a, like they're stepping up. Yeah, that's a good problem to have when you got too many good players and you're going to have to release some good ones. So hopefully everybody steps it up. But that's all the time we have here for today at the Players Lounge. We will get a sponsor one of these days, and I'll tell you who we're presented by. But as of right now, Danny McCray, Barry Church, our boy Nui Scruggs, who uh, Wi-Fi just went out on the mid-answer <laughs> out there in Oxnard, California, doing all the legwork for us. We'll be back Thursday, I believe, at 12. Like I said, for Barry Church, Danny McCray, Nui Scruggs, this is the Players' Lounge at the SWBC Studios down here in Dallas, Texas. We'll see you on Thursday. Actually, Frisco, but it's good. Frisco, my bad. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!